it's been a long time since I picked up a camera in my slash studio bedroom and talked to you as a person. And uh, the reality is what happened was I was scared, scared of being a failure, scared of people, essentially paranoia and all the shit that I've gone through to get to where I am today and the paranoia of like people in real life watching me, right? Of like watching me fail, watching me make videos on the internet and no one watching. Whether that's my ex, right? Whether that's my ex's boyfriend, my ex of my ex, my ex of my ex of my ex, or just people that I know in real life watching me to know that, to prove that they're right. And when I started this, I was a little kid. I was 22, 23. I'm a grown ass man now, balding and almost 30. I'll talk about that video upcoming, but I really wanted to just launch this again, broke the habit and talk about how I failed as a YouTuber and the honest things that I didn't really speak up about when I first started and uh, how I'm dealing with all that now and today and especially during a freaking pandemic, you know. So there are a couple incidences when I first started making videos on the internet that I remember. And now with things like TikTok and how easy it is or how even more difficult it is to grow on YouTube, let alone be a content creator, there were instances that really stood out to me that were breaking points in my life where it pushed me, but pushed me in the wrong direction. So to give you a little context, let's say I was 22, 23. First starting out YouTube, I didn't know much in terms of like editing and learning how to use Lightroom, use a camera and all that. But I did really enjoy making videos, but I made videos for the wrong thing and for the wrong people, for the views and for the vanity metrics and figuring out why is it when a video gets 100,000 views, I feel great. Why is it that when no one watches the videos, I feel like shit. And that is a very dangerous place to be. And to understand that, I was 23 years old working as a cook to pay off my student loans. so. I could, you know, figure out what it is that I wanted to do and finding my life's purpose, you know. You, you hear me with all that, you know, hippie talk. And I was a cook, and I did not enjoy it, but it's what I knew at that time. And I worked there for roughly five, four to five years part-time as I was able to fund my own YouTube channel, right? Every dollar I was making was going into better equipment getting into how do I become a better video editor. And I built up, I think it was roughly around my first 1,000 to 2,000 subscribers. And I was working as a cook part-time, you know. Everything that you see in Hell's Kitchen, that is real, man. That is what it's like to be in a kitchen. It is no joke. But the thing is, me looking back, I was an aspiring content creator, right? I was someone who was in a completely different environment. I was, it's like the essentials of like, you wanting being a doctor and you're around construction workers. It's just different people. It's not that there's anything wrong with being a construction worker. It's that you're just in the different environment. 
And I remember I made pretty close friends with a coworker. He was this older Korean fellow. And I remember one night specifically that still sticks to my mind is that we went out drinking. And that's the thing that, you know, cooks do to relieve stress from the work. And it's, it's a stressful job, man. I remember him telling him about my YouTube channel. And he's like, Peter, come, out, come outside for a smoke. Back then I smoked, okay? Don't, don't judge me. And I remember he, he takes a puff of his, his cigarette, you know, a sip of his soju. And he's like, Peter, I'm a good friend, right? I want to tell you something. And as a good friend, not a lot of people will tell you this. Your videos aren't that good. And what you're doing, you're not going to get views from this. You should totally change up what you're doing. And what you're doing is essentially bound to fail. And no one's going to be watching your videos. And back then, when I was a 23-year-old boy, that crushed me, right? I was pretty drunk the rest of the night. I don't remember. I do remember another co-worker slamming me to the ground to break up a fight. Because fast forward, I got really hurt. And I wanted to, like... I'm I, Let's just say it did not end up pretty. And I ended up throwing up. But in the middle of that, I remember, I was like, wait, what? You pulling me to the side privately to tell me someone that I've put a lot of hard work, you know, to get your first thousand subscribers on YouTube, that ain't easy, especially now in 2021. It hurt me, right? It hurt my feelings. And back then, I couldn't really understand that feeling. I just felt anger back then. And for him to do it as he's trying to do me a favor, like I didn't know that, oh my God, this video only got X amount of views. It really flustered me back then. because. But looking back now, it's like he was a cook. He watches content, but he's like, yeah, I watch a lot of content. I know what does good. But until you're actually a content creator and putting yourself on the internet, it is a totally different game from being a spectator. It's like you trying to be an MMA fighter, but you just watch the UFC, but you have never been or stepped inside of the octagon, right? That's the similar thing. And me putting so much weight and opinion into my coworkers, you know, what he said to me, it really bothered me. And this was just only one of several incidences where people just talked shit about me to the point where I needed to prove them wrong. And there was another incident where, you know, a lot of the times within my local city, I started to pick up traction in terms of views. And I started doing these interview videos where I interviewed girls, the opposite sex, on their opinions of what they thought of who they would date, right? Because like that back then, that's what got me the views. And looking back now, though, it's like I'm putting my weight on a girl. That's not good. And what they think of what I, my own self-validation. But I'll talk about that in another video. But I would literally bus, you know, back then I would bus, right? Whatever $5 it was with my buddy Poi. And we would spend, let's say, half a day, man, going to SFU and UBC. These are our local universities. And put in hours of work in terms of filming, editing, and asking people these questions. And back then, I didn't even have money for a freaking microphone, man. Straight up microphone. No money for that. I remember having to hold my phone and being like, okay, 
you ready, camera person? You ready? Okay, let's clap so I can sync it up in post, man. Those those days, those days I'm glad are over. But it, it was definitely a grind and a hustle. And shout outs to Poi for, you know, being my right-hand man in terms of letting me be me. And he's he's definitely a good guy in my books. So as I'm filming, there was another YouTuber that I was collaborating at that time. And he had a friend of, of acquaintance. And I remember him literally being like, oh, yeah, I checked out your YouTube channel. He would help and come with us to film, right? And he's like, yeah, your your videos are so cringe, man. Like, like what are you doing? And back then, looking back now, I, I would have slapped, I would have slapped you silly and being like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But back then, I didn't, I was like, what the thing with being Asian is saving face is a big part in our culture of like, you don't want to like, burden someone you don't want to speak up for yourself that's why a lot of Asian kids get bullied and I was bullied because you don't learn to have a voice until you're much older or if you ever and constantly having these incidences and these are the type of people that I constantly constantly surrounded myself with it has a lot of play into my I'm not crying I swear it's just allergies is that it has a lot of play into your own self-confidence your own self-worth and how do you do something that you're passionate about and you want to grow while you're constantly dealing with these shitty situations that just make you feel like absolute shit? So what ended up happening is I don't, a lot of it's blacked out and I need, I still, honestly, I still need to process a lot of these things. But I do remember working my ass off and proving people wrong, working so hard. Didn't matter what, how, when, I was going to get 10,000 subscribers, man. I put that on my wall and I crossed it one by one. And one thing about me, as stubborn as I am, I am dedicated. You, I put one thing on my wall, I make it freaking happen. Here's a picture of me in 2012 where I was like, I'm, I'm going to get shredded. I'm going to get a six pack and I'm going to get freaking ripped as ever. And that's all I'm going to do. So I worked out five days a week, woke up extra early, 5 a.m. You know, I do I did all that grind before 5 a.m. routine was a thing just so that I could work out. And I remember working out at SFU. And back then, I didn't have class. I would still buzz half an hour just to an hour and a half, man, to just go and get shredded, you know. But now, I'm, you know, I'm getting a little fat. You know, pandemic 20 is a real thing. But, you know, I'll, I'll eventually get back to that gym grind. So... My mentality behind working so hard to prove people wrong is like, I eventually got a job. Fast forward, if you watch all my other videos, is that I got a full-time job as a video editor. I was like, what now, bitch? What now? What now? <laughs> and I started, started out making an entry-level salary, doubled that. And uh, 2020, I was about to triple that before the pandemic and I went to zero. But y'all already know how that, that ended. And it was like... I was always trying to prove to somebody and I'm like, where does that come from, right? Where does that ultimately drive me in my goals if I'm constantly don't have intrinsic value and I'm constantly having extrinsic or external validation through others and trying to prove people wrong? It will get me to a certain point, but me failing as a YouTuber was one of the best things that could have happened to me. And I built up the skills now where... I'm down proud of myself and even it's me something I'm working on is like being I'm a talented storyteller. I have the ability to watch whatever content that I see and I can replicate it. You know, you want a kinky ass 18 plus show? I can make that. 
you want a reality TV show based around a person that travels around the world, I can produce that. And that is a skill that not everyone has. And it took me a long time to realize what I was good at. Because when you're Asian, you are bashed for what you're inadequate. And you, you're never, ever complimented on things that you're actually good at. So it builds this sort of complex in our brains when we're, at, when we're a kid. But uh, this video is going around 13 plus minutes. And I just wanted to talk about and start up this channel again. You know, put the little sprinkles of like what's to come. And how I failed as a YouTuber. And trust me, I've thought about just giving up and be like, why am I making videos now where no one watches anymore? And I feel like shit after every time I just upload a video. I know that there's people in my real life watching me just so that they can fail or laugh at me. Like, I remember instances still where I would go to work as a cook and all the team eventually found out my YouTube channel. That's a different thing. You know, when you're making something for yourself and then all your coworkers start talking shit about you behind your back, it felt like high school again. And it's it's a different feeling where it's like I needed to separate myself that it's like, if anything, I'm the winner if you're taking time out of your day to watch my content, right? So it's like I've come a long way and it's just honing down on what exactly that I want to talk about and how do I rebrand as Broke the Habit, as BTH Peter, as a human being in this digital noisy world where everyone is trying to be and get that clout now. It's only getting more and more competitive. I know there's people that subscribed to me five years ago that till this day that still watch and just love me for me, right? And I love you for still sticking around, right? Halfway around the world, I know there's people in, you know, everywhere, man. And even though there's 10 people just around the world, you know, I appreciate you for watching and sticking with me in the journey of how I'm becoming a human. And I definitely want to talk about more interesting topics. I definitely want to make more videos and use this as a platform for the voice unspoken, right? Because I've always been what, what this channel was all about was, you know, me being this Asian Vietnamese first generation being here growing up with the struggles of being in a poor family. You know, what's it like to worry about food versus what it's like to figure out your purpose? Those are very two different scenarios. And it's like it's not everybody is fortunate to go through those things. And what it's like to figure out yourself and find myself in a digital noisy world. And let alone date. And I want to tell interesting stories. Like the time where I fell in love with a subscriber and I went up to go see her and she was my girlfriend for a bit. You know, that's an interesting story I want to talk about. Like what's it like collaborating or working with influencers and seeing what a multi-million dollar YouTube channel actually does and does and what's all the shady crap. I want to talk about fake gurus and people on the internet. You know, you don't, your fastest way to make money is to teach other people how to make money even though you don't know how to make money, right? There's a lot of that on the internet and you need to be smart about it. And I've learned the hard way and seeing like the really things about what people do, anything people do for money on the internet where... If there's no rule books, there, there, people will do some nasty things. But, uh-huh, honey, I'm going to tell you that in another video. But for those that are watching now, you know, I appreciate you. And those, the last video I posted, I, I'm, I lost 100 subscribers. And that, back then, that would have destroyed me. But looking back where my head's at now, it's like I'm glad, right? I'm doing a cleanse. You know, your boy's coming back. Your boy's coming back. 
harder than ever. And no, this is not a manic episode, but I do want to talk about mental health as well, especially during these times. And uh, my name's Peter. I'm almost 30 now and balding. And I'm Vietnamese, by the way. And online dating? God damn, man. What the hell's going on? Especially in Vancouver. That is a joke and a mess. And like, yeah, man. There's a lot of things I want to talk about. And there's not a lot of people talking about it. It's like, it's my turn to rise, man. It's my turn to come back. If you don't know who I am yet, watch all the other videos to see my journey. And if anything, it's not necessarily me figuring myself out. It's not just say, oh, I found a purpose. Like, I'm still lost, right? It's just like the different types of lost as you grow up and you grow towards a trajectory. You know, there's people that I know that are 30 plus years old that are still trying to figure it out. So if you're 19, 20, even younger, and you're still trying to be like, what's my life purpose, man? The truth is no one has it figured out and we're all pretending to try to have it figured out, right? But my name's Peter. You're watching uh, Broke the Habit, where I help you break your habits. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out a better uh, uh, slogan or whatever. You know, follow me on Instagram, you know, for my uh, state in touch with me. Don't feel free to shoot me a DM, you know, especially if you're single, you know, we can both cry together. And uh, yeah, man, cheers. I'll be making more of these. I just got to figure out my timing and structure and figure out a social media plan for Broke the Habit. But, you know, take one one take no script in front of me man all it is is just the recording sound wave audio and me recording on my phone but you know i'm grateful for all those that stuck and if if and for those that unsubscribe see ya